Put it on the fridge. Your pussy magnet. I've actually had it in my head now for days. Pussy magnet. I was on the You're beach. You're not the only one. I was on the beach enjoying dolphins, and I had that in my head. Like, put it on the fridge. You pussy magnet. Yeah, he is. Yes. All right, pussy magnets. If you're out there and you're in Columbus, Ohio. Look, this is not a regular read the dates kind of week. I mean, this is <laughs> this is out of control what's about to happen. Right. This is not, oh, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here. Well, do you want to do it then? No, I'm saying I'm just letting people know that you need to sit down as we tell you these <laughs> dates. This is un... Uh, they need to pull their jeans up. You guys have to pull your jeans up super high when you're listening to this. So high and so tight that you can barely sit. This is out of control. You can barely button your jeans when you hear this. <laughs> you've got your European jeans on. Because September 27th, you know what day it is. That's Friday. That's this Friday. We're in Columbus, Ohio with none other than Tony Hinchcliffe, Brian Redband. Tom Sizzle Segura and myself. It's a death squad. All together. It's a death squad super show. We're doing it. That's out of this world. That's going to be rad. And then Sunday. That's uh, that's Friday. Friday is the twenty seventh, and then the 29th, T Nuts and I make our way to uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Alabama. We're gonna go do the Star Dome there. Uh, it's Nuts and I alone. And then the 30th, we continue on to Zany's in Nashville, Tennessee. That's right. Stevie won't be there. Steve- <laughs> he's not going to be there. Because he's incarcerated. Well, you know how it that is. Was, that was in the last episode, if you guys don't have your Stevie update. Uh, October 1st, we roll into Atlanta, or Hotlanta as the natives say, I think. ATL, baby. At the Punchline. Yeah. Very nice club. Very fun. And then October 2nd, we go to Charlotte, North Carolina. Is that pronounced Charlotte? That's right. The second Charlotte in uh, North Kakalaka. The Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. Look, this um, this is unusual. We don't get to do this kind of stuff that often. Here's what I want to tell you. I've asked you before. We're asking you again. We love you. If you are in the area of any of these shows, if you're in the greater Columbus area, Birmingham, Nashville, Atlanta, or Charlotte, grab a friend. Let's make it a fun show. You know, we need people to be at these shows. Um, it would just be great to see as men, as much denim as possible in the audience. That's right. As much as many moms and as much denim yeah. as you, you can muster. Come on out. Bring your mom. She likes it. Uh, she likes it. And then we uh, last date on this tour is going to be at Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco, California. And you get a live podcast in San Francisco. At Cobb's, correct. And stand-up. Oh, that's right. It's a double dip. It's a double dip, dip, dip. show. Uh, then yep, I yep. then I roll out by myself, all by myself, October 9th through 12th at the Syracuse Funny Bone, Syracuse, New York. October 16th through 19th, I just added Des Moines. I'm going to be in Des Moines, Iowa at the Des Moines Funny Bone. And that's it for now, man. It's Word stacked up. Stacked October in this it's pretty house. Ex- it's pretty stacked. What no. about you, T-Nuts? October 10th through 12th, I'm at Comics at Foxwoods Comedy Club and Casino. Oh. Um, just a few shows there. Uh, I think I'm going October 18th. I'm going to Houston with uh, the powerful Joe Rogan. Powerful. Doing a very powerful show in Houston with him. And um, I don't remember what's going on the rest of the month. So that's that. Kisses? Kisses all over, everybody. 
You come up to me and you tell me, I listen to your mom's house. I'll kiss you everywhere. Mm. What about for me? Kisses for you, too. Mm. Do you listen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, please follow us on Twitter if you're not already at uh, Christina P at Tom Segura. You ready to do this? Hells yeah. Let's start the show, man. And I was like, who's Savannah? And they're like, she's one of the co-hosts. <laughs> and so I go into a separate room. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I go into a separate room. And, and, I, uh, and it's me and this girl. And this girl's a fucking absolute moron. <laughs> Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone love into this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Well, welcome. <laughs> Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. You hadn't heard that, right? No, no. That's the fart heard around the world, apparently. And I didn't even know that the mic's back at me. <laughs> I thought people just knew you farted because of my reaction. No. I didn't know. Uh, we'll be with him in a second. It's and so it's loud. Out of the room. Here it is. And then they're like, they're like, listen, uh, Savannah will be doing this interview. And I was like, who's Savannah? And they're like, she's one of the co-hosts. And so I go into a separate room. Oh, my God. Yeah. Please don't. Please, please. There's two of them. Stop it. We have to pie. I can't even get through the show. I can't do this. Why did you do this to me? I just thought it'd be great. I can't go on. Uh, I'm going to throw up. Wait. I go into a separate room. <laughs> Listen to you in the background. Here. And and I, uh, and I it's me and this girl, and this girl's a fucking absolute moron. And she's it, interviewing you in a separate room? In a separate room. And she's like, she goes, so who are you? And I go, I'm Bert. She goes, why are you here? I said, I'm a comedian. She goes, you're not being funny. Like, it's a real aggressive interview. The second oh I God, said, so the second I, the second oh I said, God. Savannah, his face dropped. And I go, I go, what? And he goes, oh my God. in Orlando with Savannah? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that was my show. I'm telling the guy who asked the question, I'm telling about the worst radio interview I've ever done was on his show. But he lost. But he's the one who... He's the one who sent me to the room. Taking me to the room. <laughs> yep. He did all of it. His name's Drew. I'm friends with him now. He's friends with Cowhead, but he's... They're um, friends? What's so funny, Tom. Wait, they're friends? Yeah, well, they work on the bone. They work on the same oh, station. Oh, same station. Okay. Yeah. So, Drew, what's so funny is when I got there, he was so excited to have me, <laughs> and he was so happy that I took time out of my schedule, because I don't need to do any other radio <laughs> in Tampa. I can just go in... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I burped too. I forgot that I burped. 
my eyes like cry i'm crying i can't believe it i didn't even realize that all the audio got picked up oh, i didn't realize that they could hear it i'll head and sell tickets but i got oh, up early it went better, through so. tampa traffic all the way to st petersburg Burp. to do his show when i rolled in he was like bert I sincerely appreciate it. I love you on radio. I listen to you on Cowhead. I listen to you on the podcast. You're fucking hilarious, man. I really appreciate it. He was really sweet. And I was like, like uh, he told me, I love you. You're fucking hilarious. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's like, don't mention it. And then he was like, tell me the worst radio station. And I remember when I said, I go, it was in Orlando. I remember everyone going, Drew, you worked in Orlando. But I was like, didn't even hear I didn't hear, hear a word yeah. of the story. And I was like, and her name was Savannah. And his face dropped. When, and he was like, was that was my room. radio show. And I said to him, I was like, you know what bothered me the most was that when I the best part when that, that happened, you I actually thought God, get really upset about the smell here. Loved me. Right? If they had just oh, given I know. me a chance, and which yeah. they ended up, what ended up happening was true. Yeah, totally. They, they gave you a chance. He loved me yeah. by hearing me on other shows that he wouldn't let me listen. Yeah. He would never let me do that on his own show. The thing you end up finding out about radio once you've done radio for a while is if. If they show the slightest bit of interest, Here it comes. there's a 99% chance it'll go great. Yep. It's almost always that, I mean, I'll blame a comic who has a bad attitude, He's who's coughing. an egotistical dick. So it doesn't smell in here. You don't smell No, that? I smell it. I'm trying to breathe through my mouth. It's not that bad. How do you? How are you? I can't focus. I can't focus. I don't know how you guys get through a fucking podcast on your own podcast. Why? If he's farting like this. What are you talking about? No, you're not. No, Stop being so dramatic. Bad. This is so awful. I'd say open the door, but we just got air conditioning in Can here. Can I tell you this? Can we open the door We, anyway? we need to say this. What? We need to say this. Come on. What are you doing? You don't even have any wine? If you breathe through your mouth, you just taste it. <laughs> You're letting out the cool air. Do you like the hand movement? You think this I'm is trying. Now you're going to make me gag. <laughs> I'm going to stop it. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. It's not that bad. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. I'm going to fucking throw up now. Stop talking about it. I was totally fine until you couldn't stop talking about it. Now it's getting hot in here and it smells like farts. Shut the door, push. Push! <laughs> Shut the door! You know, uh, I just realized, I, because I, I was trying back to this moment. Yeah. When Bart was telling that whole story about Savannah and somebody named Drew, and like, I didn't even hear that story. No, yeah, you were completely. I was so tuned out because the sound hit me and I started, I laughed. You can hear me laughing at your fart at first, and then the smell hit me. And I was sitting all the way across the room from you guys. Yeah. And I was like, how the fuck is Bert talking? through the smell how is bert telling a story and ignoring this like why is nobody addressing how foul it was so bad babe it was pretty bad no it wasn't pretty bad it was the worst bad nah yeah nah here you go with this stretching the <laughs> it was so awful but that fart was the thing is it wasn't that audible <laughs> no in the to the ears because the microphone was there that's it <laughs> And it had, you see, it was like a two-parter. It was, like, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And then you burped, too. Yeah, and there's a second fart, too, but I forget what? the time code. Yeah, there's another fart. Wow. Yeah. I'm so, so proud of you. Thank you. That was so disgusting. It smelled really bad. I can't believe it. And then you did one like that when you came back from Canada. Mm-hmm. You farted like We that. had a really late, really late night meal after the fights. We went and we ate an extraordinary amount of food, rich <laughs> food. And it was 3 o'clock in the morning. And we were in the car on the way to the airport by 6.45. So oh my God. didn't really get a chance to settle. 
And then I had a coffee <laughs> and a banana at the airport. Oh. Got on the plane, slept the entire way, and then came home and farted for you. Thank you. Yes. Real nice. Yes. But your farts smell... Like, when they get bad like that, I mean, it's like nothing else. It's like... Yours are not a walk in the park. Let's just put it that way. But they're not like yours. Yours are like a homeless guy. Yours smell... I'm trying... Let me... Oh, I know what they smell like. Have you ever been... Let me just try... It's like in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Kandahar. In Kandahar... Yeah, I've never been there. I can't really relate. Okay. Well, I've been there. And there's a poo pond in Kandahar... Where uh, it's sewage that they keep in an open pond area, and it churns itself. Why I don't know. I don't know why they churn it, but the stench is so revolting as it sweeps across the Afghani mm-hmm. landscape. Mm-hmm. The, the desert winds coax it through the air into your nostrils as you're sleeping. You lay in your bed and you want to vomit. You can't escape it. That's, That's what it's like. Well, I can't describe like in those terms your fart, but I think your your farts have a song that best describes them. Oh. I love it. It's a ratchet. <laughs> this song, I wanted to not like it. I wanted to not get into little Lil, sorry. Lil Debbie? Lil Debbie. This song, I almost, I came this close to downloading it. Jesus. I know. Because I had him. It's You know what? I like the, the music to it. Yeah. That, dun, dun, you know. Well, we have um, some a little more Lil Debbie uh, info. Some well, people yeah, go ahead. sent us um, some fun audio. Um, this is um, Lil Debbie, both sides of Lil Debbie. Her yes. hood side. And then we cut to Lil Debbie... Um, before she was Lil Debbie. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. So you get a little bit of both. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that's not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, that's where BlueNile.com comes in. BlueNile.com is the original Online jewelers since 1999, they've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They're committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. It's tough to find a place you can trust when you're shopping for diamonds. But Blue Nile is that place. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code YOURMOM at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with the code YOURMOM, Y-O-U-R-M-O-M, at BlueNile.com, BlueNile.com. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask our very own 
Josh Zolo, whose entire wireless production facility plan lifestyle has been completely revamped and overwhelmed by Mint Mobile's savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Walk in, smoking blunts, you feel me? You feel Sip me? In. And he <laughs> was going to do a video, so I'm like, Krayshawn's like, Debbie a stylist, you feel me? Like, you should have her. So me and Soulja Boy in there, like, rummaging through all his shit, and I'm just like, here, wear this. Come through me first and, if you want to fuck who me. are you? This little Debbie, man. Sack Snow out here, you feel me? Okay. And I heard Snow, don't ever use that shit. That shit. Okay. From Lil Debbie. She's from Lil Debbie. There you go. Now, what does Snow mean? My name is Jordan Capozzi. Oh. That's her. I'm at Trafe on Fairfax, and I work here. This is my job. Good bars, fun bars, Las Palmas in Hollywood is really fun. Cha-Cha's is really fun. I'll go wherever. It's a bar. It's fun. They have- so there you go. Oh, so that, a little before and after now. Yeah. Not, uh, so ra- not so ratchet after all. No. And, you know, some people, uh, multiple people sent this in uh, about, you know, little Debbie not keeping it real. Yeah, uh, a lot of people saying that she ain't who she says. Yeah. Well, that is kind of funny. I mean, if you're like, you feel me, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> you know, I was sipping, you know, smoking trees. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, my name is Jordan Capozzi. I work <laughs> at a bar. Best. Yeah, it's great. It's the best. You know, but on the other hand, I, I actually uh, I started to think about this. I, I debated whether or not to put this piece on, mm-hmm. on to you know show it to you, or whatever, yeah. because. So what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's art. Art is art. I'm sorry. Irregardless. Irregardless. Irregardless of your personal life, right? I know you're a huge fan of Martin Heidegger, the philosopher, the German guy, and he was affiliated with the Nazis. I ain't never had a job before in my life <laughs> until I started working for Seal. You know, in and out of jail. You know what I'm saying? Did a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm... You know what I'm saying? Do you think he has a second clip of him speaking the way he used to speak? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he worked also at the mall. My name's Jordan, and I work at the mall. A <laughs> uh, big fan of Foot Locker. But you're saying that, okay. that Kierkegaard said? No, I'm saying that, uh, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's okay if the art doesn't, I don't know, is it okay that the art doesn't match the lifestyle? Because uh, Martin Heidegger, very famous German philosopher, also a Nazi, uh, does that mean that we don't value his ideas simply because he made some foul personal choices? You, you feel me, girl? I do feel you on that. Can I you divorce you. The, the work from the personal life? Mm. Mm. Uh, Foucault, huge into S&M and, you know, sodomy and stuff. And some people think that's wrong. And yeah, he's a good philosopher. So mm. who knows? Little mm. Debbie. Not so ratchet in real life. Does that make her any less ratchet of an artist? I don't know. It's a philosophical debate. Mm. Do you? Is it important to you that your rappers are like street cred? Bow 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 does that answer your question? I can do that. 
You could not do it. Bow, could, bow, 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 bow. Watch me, stop. watch me, please, watch please, me. Please, please stop. Please stop. Walk up, flock up, walk up, flock up, walk up, flock up. Please stop. What? I asked you a very serious question. Um, I think if they... <clears throat> I mean, the, the answer is, if they're talking about real street shit, I like them to come from that background. Right, like right. If, you're, if you're rapping about like having a fucking fun day and you're at parties and stuff, I don't care what your background <laughs> like, is. Like DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh yeah, Prince? Yeah, I don't give a shit, man. When he was like, my parents don't understand. I just I think everyone likes authentic. Authentic goes a long way. Keeps it real. Yeah, so if you're, if you're rapping about, um, you know, robbing people and shit and you're like fucking Yale graduate, right? that'd be weird. Um, I mean, that's the whole, that's the big argument against like Rick Ross. He was a corrections officer. Officer Ricky. Heck yeah. yeah, We all know that. Ricky. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Now, for those of you who don't know the Rick Ross debacle, so Rick Ross was at one time in his career uh, a prison security officer. Yeah. Corrections officer, CO. Yeah. And then he became a rippity rapper. Plus, he stole his name from a famous criminal who's a real guy. Who's a real drug dealer. A real guy named Rick Ross. Who touches work like yeah. convertible Burt Burt. Yeah, and this guy's like, I had no idea. That's what that was his he was like, I just <laughs> took that name. They're like, Yeah, the, everybody knows Rick Ross. Yeah. I'm into distribution. Uh oh, oh, you know who else is a big poser from what I heard? Is uh I might be wrong. I'm probably wrong. But fucking Dre, Dr. Dre, and Snoop. No. Weren't th- wasn't somebody stepbrothers, and then one of them w- really isn't that street. They're from Long Beach, but not like no. the bad parts. No, no, no. Ice Cube was from Beverly Hills. No. He drove a minivan. No. He makes the scowly face. Ice Cube is O'Shea Jackson. He really mm-hmm. is from South Central. Okay. Dr. Dre's from down there, but he wasn't a thug or a hard ass. So, like, when Easy E was trying to get back, Easy E basically. Stole fucking money from everybody in NWA. From, I'm sorry. From is it Death Row Records? No, no well, they no. were called NWA. Was part of Ruthless. Ruthless. Okay. Yeah, Death Row is what Suge Knight started. Gotcha. And that's where Dr. Dre went, and he made that Chronic, the album that's like really good. classic album. So what happened was Warren G, like Regulators, Mount Up. Remember that song? No, that one I don't know. Yes, you do. How's it go? Regulators, mount up. Dun, 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 No, I'm sorry. Really? For real, though. I thought you were going to say, you're horny, (laughs) let's do it, come right. That's not orangey. My pony, my saddle's so horny. Oh, my God. Put your pony in my choney. This is the song that when we were in Houston, Uh this is what I came out to. Okay, okay. No, you still don't remember, but I'm trying to play it for you right now I know. so you remember. Well, we're going to pay Warren G the rights to play this right now. Yeah, of course. So, but this is so you... Okay. <laughs> Regulators. We regulate any stealing of his property. We're You're still looking at me with a blank too. face. Because I don't, I don't this know song this tune. was number one. You couldn't avoid this song. If you hated this song, you couldn't avoid it. <laughs> Sounds real good. 
It was a clear black night, a clear white Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like the song. I like the song. Sam, Sam, Jamma, and a Jamma, 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 Rapping, rippity rapping, Warren G. Not the guy singing, that's Nate Dogg. Okay. The rippity rapper, Warren G. That's Dre's half brother. That's where the connection is. Now, but one of those guys met Snoop, right? Isn't that how they met Snoop? Warren G was buddies with Snoop Dogg. I got to say, I love Snoop Dogg. Now, Snoop Dogg is from. fucking guy so much. He is from the LBC, City of Long Beach. And he was gang affiliated. For real, though. For real, though. Okay. So he was, uh, I forget, I think he was a crip or something. But anyways, he used to roll with those guys. Like, So he has like, I mean, he wasn't probably fucking really doing crazy shit. But, you know, he was hanging out bad dudes. He's basically. definitely of that world. Yeah. Because you watch those video. you watch the video for Gin and Juice. He did catch a murder case. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> murder was the case that they gave me. He was, he's been charged with murder before. Didn't know that. Of course you know that. Who hasn't? Yeah. But the point of the story is, you watch that video for Gin and Juice. Is that the one where the girl's braiding his hair on the stoop? Probably. And like in LA. And you're like, that shit is so for real, for real though. Like, yeah. he's for reals. And the, yeah. and the, the, de-ne-ne, the yeah. up and down. Basically, that shit's great. The funny thing, here's the funny thing is that Easy E went after Dre for being like a studio gangster. Like right. when he, when, when all and all that was going down in the early 90s. But Dre was singing thug shit or rapping about it when he was in WA and Easy was probably telling him, say you did this. And oh. That's the other, you know what I mean? Like he, he called him out for something that he probably asked him to do. That's, that's what's up. Now Easy E, everybody says, was super into criminal. For real though. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Tell, They're yeah, like, yeah, he's, yeah. The, he's the most legit cr- criminal in this whole thing. Interesting. Now, do you think the rippity rappers of today really come from a thug? Like, is Chingy? Depends who you ask. No, is Soldier so. Boy? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think he was probably the most ideal kid, but what I don't think he's a really badass kid. Or like Chameleon Air. Interesting. 36 Mafia. There's definitely guys like C Murder who's doing life for murder. <laughs> What, an, uh, what, a, what a coincidental name. I mean, that's kind of cool. That's your name. He's, he did prison time. I mean, you know, what's his name? 50 Cent as commercial and huge Fitty. He's so huge and, and commercial now. But, <coughs> yeah. you know, he definitely was a drug dealer and he got shot nine times. Yeah, he was for real, though. Yeah. For real, for real. For real, for real, though. In the heart, girl. Yeah. Yeah, he got fucked. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. That guy's for reals. Yep. Yep. How do you not want? I mean, this song they just didn't stop playing it. I do remember it now. What year was that? God, that had to be. Oh, it was ninety four. Yeah, that was my senior in high school, which means I was heavy into other things, not rap music. Let's say. Yeah, but it's still funny that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this is one of those songs that literally it was such a hit that 
this was a crossover hit. You'd end up hearing this. Oh, yeah. They played the censored version on, you know, top 40. Well, even as a goth girl, I knew Gin and Juice. I knew all the words to yeah, Gin yeah. and Juice. It was a song you couldn't avoid. Couldn't avoid that. You couldn't avoid Jump Around. Jump Around. Have you heard his acoustic one? Of Jump Around? He did it on Rogan for what? him. What? There's an acoustic version. It was so great. What was his name? Everlast. Everlast. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it was amazing. He did it on Joe Rogan. Here's a, just I want you to hear part of this because okay. it's, it's crazy. Jump up, jump up, and get down. He's got a great. He's got a really cool raspy singing voice. Between and sunset, I believe. Awesome. What time is that? Ten thirty. Uh, yeah, I hit it. Ten thirty. You hit so, it. Ten thirty. Oh, place. It's only like one hundred fifty seats, man. So. Jump on it, bitches! Life acoustic out now. Support Everlast. Right. Go out and buy this shit. Put your money where your mouth is. You, you fucking dirty, beautiful freaks. <laughs> All right. All right. Love so you, buddy. Funny. Thank you very much. Here's for doing jump this, around. It's always okay. a beautiful time. It's crazy. Pack it up, pack it in, let me begin. I came to win, battle me, that's a sin. Never slack up, punk, you better back up. Try and play the rule, you the who cool act up. Get up, stand up, come on, throw your hand up. You got the feeling, jumble touch the ceiling. Mugs let the funk flow, someone talk junk, you bust him in his eye. Take that punk's whole feeling, funky, amps in the chunkin'. Got more rounds in this cap's at a dunkin'. Donut shop, sure enough, I got pops from the kids on the hill, plus my mom and my pop. I came to get down, I came to get down. So get out your seat, everybody, jump around. Everybody jump around. Everybody jump around. It's fucking awesome. It's crazy. That's that guy's voice. Yeah. I didn't even know he had a voice like that. Isn't it awesome? I love it. Honestly? Yeah. I like the chorus. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't like that show on MTV where they went acoustic. Yeah. I don't like acoustic anything. I like to rock. <laughs> I like to rock out, You said man. that like such a square. I like to rock. <laughs> I like to rock out. I think it's fucking awesome. I like to rock. I don't like I'm a big fan of this. I heard this and I was like, what in the fuck, man? I'm a big fan. I like, I like Joe's intro. It was really funny. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth is, <laughs> you sturdy freak bitches. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, we know who's real. We know that Lil Debbie, you know what? You don't have to be. Super hood, we'll still support you, right, little Debbie? Yeah, I mean, look, you don't need to have real ratchets. I mean, you, but she, she probably does. She, is she? First of all, some guy treated me and was like, "It's Creation." That's how you pronounce it. But everyone around her calls her Creation. If you listen, mm-hmm. she said Creation. She says Creation. Yeah, no one says Creation. Okay, right. it's not Crayon. Creation. No, it's Creation. Yeah, Creation. Yeah, yeah. Well, now there's like confusion over this. What's the problem? Well, f- some fucking smart Alec was like, "It's Creation. It's you know, K R A Y." She says it here. Sipping. Yeah, Creation. And he was gonna do a video, so I'm like, Creation's like, uh, hello, Creation. Yeah. Yo, I mean, you feel me? Like feel I'm you. fucking real. I keeps it real. hundred. I've been on Creation Sip since the beginning. Yeah. Since fucking Gucci Gucci since before that. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so this is <laughs> fucking great. I got more surprises okay, for okay. you. So the other day, you remember last week I played the call of my mom telling me about the cab driver. <sighs> and he was like, I've had sex twice. And she was like mortified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in Toronto, Toronto, yeah. I checked, which by the way was fucking crazy. Of course. It was crazy. We did the Sony Center. That's it was 3,000 people. The best audience I've ever performed to, I think. It was That's amazing. That's great. Well, Toronto's amazing. It is, but it's you don't expect city. that many people to fucking keep it together. Crazy. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Brian Callen was there, Joe Rogan. It was fucking stupid. Anyways, so I'm talking to, I get, I get in the car after a show and I have a voicemail and it's from my mom and she goes, hey, I'm, I wanted to tell you about my cab ride back to the airport. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. Oh, no. So I call her today from our phone line. She has no idea, and I just start talking to her. And then she brings it up. Here's the other message. It's crazy. I'm going to have to explain it, that she goes into Spanish and English and Spanish. and English. This is exactly how I grew up talking to my mother, <laughs> okay? But it's a pretty funny story. But I want to tell you the story of the... The taxi driver. Yeah, yeah, the one who took how you... Does the, how do I get... Taxi drivers are usually very unfriendly. They don't even talk, and that's it. Now I get in this taxi, and he heard me talking to Maria goodbye, and I said something to her in Spanish. I thought I said, chau hijita, or something like that, no? Mm-hmm. So I get in the car. As soon as I get in, she says, excuse me, do you speak Spanish? <laughs> oh, no. And I said, yes. Uh, and you, you see, yo soy de México. Ah, dije, que gusto... So right there, she said, um, the guy said, I'm from Mexico. And she said, oh, that's nice. Or, you know, how great. We can speak our, our language. Sí, señora. Oiga, usted, los mexicanos, trabajamos muy fuerte. Sí, señor, usted trabaja muy fuerte. And then he said, we're the Mexicans, you know, we work really hard. Mm-hmm. And she said, yes, of course. Los americanos también trabajan duro, pero de lunes a viernes. Americans work really hard, he said, but from Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. De lunes a viernes. Y de ahí empezó a contarme, ¿quieres que te lo cuente en inglés o en español todo? Como quieres. I mean, tell me however you want. Yeah. I didn't want to give away that we were doing the show. <laughs> so she said, do you want me to tell you in Spanish or English? I'm like, oh, however you want to tell it. If I go, tell me in English. Yeah. All right. She'll know. Estuve un señor americano que estaba completamente borracho. Se subió al carro muy bien y me dijo, me lleva a esta dirección. So a guy super drunk got, this guy's telling her a story now. Yeah. A super drunk guy got in his cab. And he said, take me to this address. So I started driving. The guy says, hi, hi, where are you from? from? And when I said, I am from Mexico, he started insulting me. You Mexicans came and you destroyed here and you, you're <laughs> immigrating and taking all our jobs. You're corrupted. You're... And the guy said, I kept my lips shut. Mm. I'm not going to fight with people. I'm just going to find a cop. He found a cop, and the cop happened to be Mexican. Oh, thank God. So he told the cop what the guy was doing. The cop came in, leaned into the window. Pay right now. I'm not in my destination. I don't care. Pay him what the meter says. 
So he put the meter and then he put the, ¿cómo se dice los? Handcuffs. Handcuffs. Handcuffs and took him to jail. Jesus. Oh, wow. I said, oh, my gosh. Yeah. ¿Y cómo, y cómo llegó? ¿Cómo llegó usted de México acá? Ah, fue un saltudo. So she asked him, how did you get from Mexico here to the United States? And he said, through luck, right? And of course, she told him, they don't say luck, you say from blessings. I was working in Mexico in a hotel. Now, this is how she talks to me. Everything's bad, and then she, she's telling his version, all of a sudden he speaks English now. I was working in Mexico in a hotel. <laughs> Cleaning the pool. And there was a guy who got completely drunk, and he was throwing up all over. So I have to clean up, because it was part of my job anyway, and I tried to help him, and so I cleaned him up too, and I just took him to his room, and I just took care of him. Yeah. The next day, this guy started looking for me. And so they locate me. He said, I wanted to thank you for what you did for me, and it was very nice. Did you like how that just yeah. went to that? Yeah, I was getting into it too. Yeah. And then the guy thanked him mm -hmm. for basically the cab driver was working at this hotel, cleaned the guy up when he was super blackout drunk, mm -hmm. put him in his room, took care of him. Mm -hmm. He thanked him and he goes, uh, you know, really appreciate it. Um, you think you could take me to a whorehouse? <laughs> but this guy is telling my mom this story. Great. So he took him in his little car to the whorehouse. And he wanted to learn how to ski, the American guy. And he asked him. There was no time. I don't have time to teach you because you're leaving. No, no, you have to come to the United States. No, que voy a ir a Estados Unidos. Yo no tengo papeles. Yo no tengo dinero. So he tells the guy, you have to come to the States. The guy's like, ah, how is that possible? That's impossible. This guy. Me dejó dos mil dólares. Como usted escucha, me dio dos mil dólares. The guy left him two thousand dollars and told him, get your shit all arranged. Get your shit together. Acá con esto, arréglate y te vas a ir a Tijuana. Ahí nos vamos a encontrar. And he picks him, he goes, meet me in Tijuana. No así shit. Yo hice todas mis cosas y así me fui. Me metí por Tijuana y ahí me esperaba el señor en su <laughs> Lamborghini convertible. Oh. <laughs> 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 he colored my hair blonde right there and we sat in the convertible and we drove through. No way. You, I mean, the guy drove his Lamborghini into Mexico, picked him up, dyed the guy's hair blonde. Oh my God. And then just drove him right through. And they were just like, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> Lambo with a couple of blondes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then he took me to his house. ¿En dónde cree usted que vivía? No sé. En Laguna... ¿Cómo se llama este sitio en California? Laguna Beach? En Laguna Beach. Oiga, le dije, pero eso es de mi... Ah, sí, sí, no, él era millonario. Tenía una mansión. Me llevó a su casa. Poco a poco trajo a toda mi familia, a mi esposa, a mis hijas. Y dije, oiga, ¿y usted por qué se fue? So, I don't know if you follow, the guy brought 
him. He worked at the house, and little by little, so he ended up bringing his wife over and his daughters, and he had wow. his whole family there. So he, but, but he worked at this guy's house. Yes. What cleaning the pool? Just he was doing a pool everything. Guy yeah. Okay. Just became everything. <laughs> wow. Four years working there. The wife cooked and everything. And they ended up getting all their papers done and becoming legal. No shit. So this guy sponsored him? Yes. Wow. Wow. What a crazy story. That's crazy. They colored him blonde. He went off in his Lamborghini to live in a mansion in Laguna Beach. Wow. I don't know how much of truth any of these stories, but how funny is this? Hilarious. Then I have to, this part you don't need a translation for, but I think you'll enjoy it. Is dad around? Can I ask him something? Yeah, hold on. Okay. Okay, I love you. Huh? I love you, Mom. I love you. Hey, buddy. Hey, Dad. How are you? <laughs> good, good. Are you happy that Mom fixed the Internet? Can't believe she fixed it. You know what happened? <laughs> yeah. Here's what happened, guys. A little bit. My mom asked the guy to come in, the guy who does their pool. <laughs> she was like, will you hook up a new modem? And then he did. And then she called their provider, and she was like, uh, uh, they go, you just need a new router. And then he plugged in a new router, and then the internet didn't work. And my dad was fucking freaking out. Of course. And then today I called, and th- this conversation actually started with was, hey, so. Why did she so, fuck with that, though? I have no idea. But anyway, she fucked with it, and she fixed it. And I, I couldn't believe that she got it to work. It's pretty crazy. It's insane, actually. Um, she has no idea what she did but that's okay um, so I was talking to mom yeah and I was reading her some stuff and she thinks there's a pretty high probability that you're a sociopath (laughs) oh really yeah (laughs) that's good that's good (laughs) hello hey mom one second one second stay on the phone dad yeah yeah before I forget yeah yeah the password for my iPad, uh-huh. because I'm going to forget. Okay. This means, Tommy, if she dies or gets kidnapped or <laughs> yeah. we never see her again, you know how to get in drive. Mom, okay? no, mom, that, wait. That means if mom. I forget, I'm going to call you. Mom, stay on the phone. I wanted Dad <laughs> here. Hey, do you remember when I read you that stuff about, I said, here's a description, and you said, I said, you know, thinks very highly of himself, not easily swayed, and I said, who does that sound like? And do you remember what you said? Yeah, daddy. Yeah, and it was a description of a sociopath. So I was telling dad <laughs> that you think that he's pretty much a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. You know, I tell you, I like a lot of titles in life. And, yeah. you know. <laughs> Tell me, Ted, man, who, how would you describe a person who thinks very highly of himself, True. who doesn't True. give a shit for what people think? Who, what is, tell me, tell me the, the story that you told me. Um, I told you, um, <laughs> is not, um, they're not easily, uh, turned intimidated. off. Intimidated. Yeah. They're not intimidated. They like, um, they like being complimented and being like showered with compliments. Yes. And, um, I mean, it went on and on. I read you a direct <laughs> quote and then. I didn't even let him finish. I said, Tommy, that's your father. 
No. <laughs> I'm kind of excited about my new title. <laughs> you are a sociopath. I'm a sociopath. You like that, Dad? I do like that, actually. You can, you know, it kind of makes you feel kind of proud that I've, I've chalked up another accomplishment in my life. Yeah. Well, I am not very proud to be married to a sociopath. Well, no. I, told, I told Mom <laughs> that I think that if you did kill her, that another quality about soci is that you wouldn't really, you'd be able to go on pretty easily and go play around a round of golf afterwards. I don't think I do a round of golf. What would you do? Uh, I take a shower. I'd call the funeral home. Make arrangements. <laughs> okay, I'm hanging That's out because this is not even. I call the funeral home and make okay. arrangements. Okay, bye. <laughs> is that funny, buddy? Huh? You didn't hear that? Uh, I, I, the audio was it kind of skipped a minute. It, it said that. So you go. What would you do, Dad? You would go. He said, "I'd call the funeral shower. home and make arrangements." That's it. That's the first thought is yeah, to arrange. Practical. Now, what I also got. Hmm. Do you know how my dad tells jokes? We've always talked about how he tells jokes. Yeah. And he kind of loses it at his own jokes. Yeah. I didn't put the whole joke together here because I didn't want to put okay. anyone through that. But I, I, I cut out the best part of him telling me a joke. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Multiple choice. <laughs> 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 the phone I mean, <laughs> this is real. This is him really doing this. This is him attempting to tell you like a, a set up yes. joke. Just Wait, two lines. Multiple choice. Two questions. <laughs> you sound. <laughs> Are you okay? I feel so funny. I can't believe I'm laughing this hard. Wow! I didn't even know what the joke was about. I couldn't tell you. At the end of the day, couldn't tell you what it was about. And they're usually your dad does like off-color stuff. Yeah, but they're usually like truly tasteless type of jokes, like you heard on the internet, yeah, books or something. No, wow. Well, we got to tell him. I got to tell him the the sociopath thing, which I know know you're. That was great. Finally, um, but the other thing I something I left out was I asked my mom about how's Maria, how's Jane. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, Maria, um, Weston was really sick. He had a fever. Hmm. And it was crazy. And she should have fucking taken him to the hospital. And I told her. And in my mind, this phone call was done. And I thought, if she told her you should have done something and she didn't, Maria's got to be fired up. This was my mind. Oh, boy, yeah. So I thought about it and I decided to call Maria. (laughs) And, um... Oh, my God. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Seriously? 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 Oh my god. You take your fucking scissors. Oh my god. Use your pudgy fucking monkey hand. Seriously? Cut the box open, cut a hole in it, and pour it in the goddamn bottle. Oh my god. Seriously? Um, oh my god. <laughs> she so is so fired up. Not even about what I thought she would be fired up, but okay. she gets. She just takes over. I mean, I was ear to ear smiles during this phone call. I can't wait to hey. hear it. Hey, what's up? Not much. Just enjoying the evening with my husband after two awful, awful days at home with a sick child and then other disasters that happened. Oh, I heard. I, I wanted to see how he was doing. He's better. I mean, it was being attacked with a kid. He had 103.8 fever last night. Oh, my God. And today, oh. you know, awful. Um, he was eating. He was just... And he wasn't, like, it wasn't... He wasn't bad. Like, he wasn't like sick, like vomiting or something like that. Just like a fever, but really needy. 
like, just want to be held, and, like, want to sit on my lap all day, and, like, want to just be, you know, nurtured. But, like, and which I'd love to nurture my child, but you can't do it all day long. Like, there's other shit you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I just can't hold, I mean, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Today was, today was, you know, much better, but he's still the same way. And he didn't nap either, which is the worst. Like, all day awake and just needy. Not to mention I'm a needy dog and a needy husband. So I'm just, the whole day, everyone's like, me, 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 me. And I'm about to lose my fucking mind. And then to top it off, so this is how today went. Like, I woke up, and, like, I didn't sleep well. And, like, I already know today's going to be a tough day. Prepared mentally. I'm going to be sane. I'm not going to cause violence on anyone and prepare to handle the anguish that is about to come my way from all directions. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, worse. So then, to start with, first went to Starbucks to get my green tea because I told you I cut out the sugar in there. Yeah. You know, the caffeine, the heavy caffeine stuff. And this fucking ugly cunt clearly has never been laid. Walks out of Starbucks. Like, I'm coming out. I'm pushing Weston out who's already, like, he looks like he's stoned because he's so bloodshot from lack of sleep. I had Klaus outside on a leash and literally walked up, trying to pull the stroller, get Klaus out. And she's like, this is really rude. You know, you're very rude. I'm like, excuse me? She, it's very rude to have your dog outside in your doorway. He's in our way. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. He's, like, he's by the door. He's in the way. I'm like, there's two fucking doors. Like, you can go around him. And she's like, he shouldn't be near a door. She's like, it's rude. I'm like, no, it's not rude. You're just lazy. There's two doors. You get a door. I'm not rude. You're just lazy. What I really want to say was like, I'm sorry that you're a fucking ugly kind who's clearly angry and has never been laid, but it's not my problem. I didn't say that. <laughs> I don't want to say you're kind of ugly in front of Westman. So I just kept it flat. I'm like, I'm not rude. You're just lazy. Move on. Have a nice day. So I kept it civil. Whoa. Wow. Now every story has two sides. I'm sure that lady has a different story. Right. Of course, of course. Interesting. I wonder what the reality is, huh? Hey, I'm uh, going to stick my mantra. I'm going to be positive. Positive, positive, positive today. Oh, like Brody. Move along, move along, move along. Right? So you told her so, I'm not rude? I said, I'm not rude. You're just lazy. Like, there's two doors. Go to the other door. Go to the other door. Like, it's not difficult. Like, two doors. One, two. You can move, you can, you can move a half a foot to the right Jesus. and not trample my dog. I have a child. I have a dog. And I said it very slightly. I was like, I'm going to be positive today. I said, no, I'm not rude. Said, it's very rude. I'm like, no, it's not rude. It's really easy. And then she's walking out like, ah, it's such a rude lady. So I started telling my husband, that is what rude is. That's no, no, nice. Because he knows, no, 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 not nice. So I started with my husband, that's no, 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 not nice. <laughs> so let me move on. She used a lady as an example uh, yeah. to teach Wesson. She's right. You call it side break. Oh, you know what? I haven't shit it up today. I'm going to take a third shit just for the hell of it. This is like 11 o'clock in the morning. So I don't Jesus. have another bag. So I take my little plastic bag off a newspaper from someone's doorstep. Yeah. I make sure that, you know, yeah. the newspaper's dry. I'm going to be rude because I'm on the positive mode. I'm like, I'm going to be positive. I'll make sure the newspaper's dry. I'm going to use their bag to pick up the shit so that no one steps in it. So I pick it up. Of course, there's like a fucking hole in it. And I've got shit all over my hands. <laughs> you can't be kidding me. So we go. We go to the food. I wash my hands in the bathroom. Like, move on. Get our way. Go to get the lemons and limes and all the crap I need. Come home. Lesson's refusing the nap. He's just exhausted. I had to go to the airport to get Jeff's golf clubs from Patty because he's got a golf tournament Thursday. And so I had the woman with the girl come to watch Weston Why I go do this. So I come back, and uh, he slept like maybe a half an hour. And I wake up to, like, extremely terror, like, mama, mama, 
So I'm like, okay, well, I have not taken a shit today. It's like literally been bottled inside of me since I woke up this morning. <laughs> and I don't go to the bathroom before I get this child. I will burst in like seven different directions. So I go to the bathroom. I do the courtesy flush for the sake of my child and everyone else in this household. And what happens? I'm upstairs. The toilet is overflowing. Like no. flooding. Flooding no. water. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm like, no. And I like, put a cricket into it, whatever. And it's like coming up into my butt. So now like, I just sit and it's going in reverse up my asshole. So I get up. And I like pull the little thing from the top, the the, bump, the what's it called? The thing that floats in the water. Oh yeah. Whatever. I, I pull it out. Yeah. And I kind of punch and punch and punch. And the housekeeper was here to him. Like she must have like put paper or something down there. I don't know what she did to clog the toilet. So coming with or Jeff says hi. So then I, I stop it and I start cleaning. And Weston's now diving out of his crib. I'm like, I have to sit there. I can't even land on his face. I'm like, I go get him. I try to like situate him in a safe zone. This free of fecal matter and other obstructive objects, and I give him some like new toys, and I just say, "You're safe now. Not a care to mess up." So I start cleaning, cleaning, go down and get more towels, and I hear this like pooping noise, and the poop in the toilet water is now coming down from the vent and the lights you in the downstairs. And I've got <laughs> just to top my day off. I'm like. I won't be angry. Like, this is my positive day. I'm going to stay positive. Like, we're going to laugh about this. This will be a funny story down the road. I need to focus on sanitizing and cleaning this environment because I have a sick child. And the last thing you need me to do is be in contact with my people matter and get further sick. So, in the next hour, literally cleaning and sterilizing my house. I'm trying to keep us in the safe zone. That's a crazy day. And then I fucking roasted two pheasants. I did. But I roasted two pheasants that came up perfect. You, roast, you roasted pheasants? Two pheasants, yeah. Your sister does more okay. in one day. <laughs> it's like <laughs> multiple choice. Wow. Oh, there's all that. You're seriously, Sarah's lot. Maria does more in one day than you and I do in a week. I think. Yeah, it's true. She has so much energy. Poor Maria. That's I don't like to hear that about her. What's that? Oh yeah, I know her it's awful like, day. That was, was terrible. Lot. But it was funny that she went off about the lady. That fucking cot. Yeah, cot. And you've never been laid before. Oh. <laughs> I wonder what was really happening. Yeah. Who knows? Poor Maria. Poor Maria. Um, I hope. I hope things get better. I hope her baby gets better. Yeah, no, he's he's doing much better. Um, one hundred three point eight. That's not that's nothing to no, sneeze at. Shit, no, it isn't. One hundred four. One hundred four is like deadly. Your peener falls off. Yeah, yeah. So I thought we had maybe been exposed to this before, but maybe not. Um, Gigi Allen, your college boyfriend, mm-hmm. Sarah Burns is right. Um, his. His online diary? Did we not read this on someone else? You know, time? I feel like we did mention this a while I back. I thought we did. Shoot. Well, it's worth mentioning again. Sure. Uh, Gigi Allen, the lunatic, uh, you know, front guy for hate, uh, the murder junkies. Sorry, Gigi Allen, the murder junkies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he died of a drug overdose in 94. Yeah. Anyway, sociopath, uh, probably a borderline, probably went bipolar manic depressive heroin addicts had a diary he spent uh 30 days in prison and it looks like he jerked off almost a hundred times oh yeah he like yes 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 he jerked off a ton so i thought um i would read some of his entries Mm -hmm. um and maybe to to some of his music 
Oh, that'd be nice. So here's Gigi Allen. Yeah, sure. Got up and had a shitty breakfast. Went back to lock up and slept till 10. Shaved. Got out and watched a movie. Tougher than leather. Then back to lock up to jerk off. After dinner, I got a visit from Linda. Still through glass, but she showed me her shaved cunt. I would have paid $100 to suck it, but went back to my cell to jerk off again. $100? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money at GG. Back then, too. Mm. Used the phone all afternoon to try to get some fucking money. Mm. Went to lock up and wrote some lyrics. Started jerking off again. Mm. I'm getting a scab on the end of my cock. Mm. Wrote to Charles Manson today. Mm. I was fucking withdrawn all night and just stayed to myself. You know what else this sounds like? Mm. Diary of a Road comic. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I think this was my week in... Uh, let's pick any city. Hold on. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> this is you, somewhere in the Midwest. I don't do know. Do you jerk off this much? <laughs> um, no, but I know male comics do. Definitely. I feel like any road comedian can relate to G.J. Oh, Allen's yeah. diary here. September 30th. <laughs> Got up. Ate. Shaved and jerked off. It's very different from the last entry. <laughs> We all watched Night of the Demons. Now, they watch a lot of movies where he did time. I guess. Then I called Tammy to see what Linda would, when Linda would be here, what time she would be here. Hmm. She told me Linda got hurt at work and had to go to the hospital, and she would be late, but it was worth it because we got a longer visit. Almost one hour, and Linda looked fucking great. She brought me my blue bag and let me see some things. She told me the band was working up some new material. And when I get out, we have a chance to go to Europe after all the court bullshit. Hmm. So needless to say, there was a lot of jerking off the rest of this day. <laughs> I looked out to see a great fall day, my favorite time of year. Didn't know Gigi appreciated oh, that. It's kind of romantic. He's like a modern day, uh, you know, Keats or Yates there. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I'm here in this fucking dungeon. Mm. The leader of the pack is always the one who pays the price, mm. takes the fall. There you go, poetry. The <sighs> to road do, less traveled. To do what I do is like Russian roulette. You have to be willing to go to jail. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know what he's doing. Let's get it. What's he doing in for jail? Is it drug charges? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, assault. I'm guessing, I'm going to guess assault and drugs. Here's where we separate the men from the boys. And here, <laughs> everyone who calls me Rock. Hmm. I still don't know everyone's name. But it's like a family. Every so often we lose a member. Mm. Some free, some to Jackson. Most everyone in this block will do serious time. You also learn to take care of your ass. Hmm. If you have to fight, then you fight. We learn to survive. Hmm. Just like caged animals. Anyway, I found a couple more cigarettes. But to smoke before we go to supper... Oh, cigarette butts to smoke before we go to supper. After supper, got my package Linda left. After final lockup, and just passed around the concrete cage to think if there was only some way to escape. But as I pick my brain apart with the thought, realize I'm here as a sacrifice of my art. Mm. As Jesus Christ was nailed to the cross Hmm. and came back at my birth, I now must suffer and die for all you fuckers out there Drinking, doping, fucking, rocking, loud, obnoxious, partying, do what I would be 
excessively doing, but because I am king, I must pave the road of destruction for all of you. <laughs> Spill your blood for me yeah. while I tear my skin apart for you and bleed ever so much more. Now, here's an example of a guy who walked the walk and talked the talk at there the same go. time. You know what I'm saying? He ain't little Debbie this bitch. Gigi no. Allen was for real, for real, for real. Yeah, he was really, really he doing was, this. This is as punk rock as it gets. It's a sea murder all the way. <laughs> um, Suck my ass, it smells. I wonder if he wrote that in, in prison. Blocked out. It's a good question. It's a good place to write that song. It does smell there. <laughs> Uh, would you like another entry or not? I would. I could actually. It's oddly uh, intriguing. October third. Okay. <sighs> Out into the population again, as always. Breakfast and jerk off. <laughs> then back to. He, I'm sorry. Let's just clarify. It was take a shower and then jerk off the other day. Now it's breakfast and then jerk off. So mm. he's a morning jerker. Yes. And then in the afternoon, a, a wank. Yeah. And then if Linda comes, another wank. Sounds that's like that's about at. right. Okay. Went to the gym today. Oh. Sweat a while. After lunch, I hit the library. Then I went to, the, to do art. Some graphics I've been working on. Mm. Got my store order. So now I've got a pack of smokes and three candy bars. Now my account is in the fucking hole. After supper, back to lockup and jerked off again. There we go. Later, I talked to Mark. We are considering doing... An LP over the phone. That should be good. He will do the music <laughs> on his four-track recorder, and I will do readings, noises, etc. over the phone. Not a bad idea for Murder Junkie fans. Yeah. On his tape machine and mix the mic. Yeah, yeah okay. it's not a bad idea. I might be in fucking jail, but I refuse to be stopped. Mm, punk as fuck. Anyway, tomorrow, go for my evaluation. I don't really know what to expect. At this point, mm. I don't fucking care. I want to get high so badly. I miss the taste of pussy. Mm. When I get out of here, I will drink up so much piss. We will have another pissy pussy posse hmm. party. Just want out of here. Oh, a pissy pussy posse party. I'm sorry. A pissy pussy posse, posse party. Party. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. It's an alliteration. Interesting. Well, that's it. Oh, that's the whole diary. Well, I mean, that's what's available. I'm to read. sorry, free excerpts. Exactly. You know, Andy Warhol had a diary too. I think it sounded a lot like Gigi's. Do you? You know, Andy Warhol's diaries. You remember when they were published? I don't know if you're probably too young. My mother bought them in the '80s. It was the diary of Andy Warhol is about as thick as War and Peace. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I remember I was like, wow, what is this great genius? One of these great artists of our time. What what could he be thinking? And as a child, I would read through it, and Andy, where Gigi is obsessed with jerking it, Warhol's obsessed with cleanliness. Is he really? Yeah, I th- believe so. There was a lot of hand washing and uh, germaphobe stuff going on there. Really? Yeah. Not as interesting as you think. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, maybe diaries are not that exciting. I mean, a prison diary doesn't sound... I would read a prison diary, the whole thing. That one doesn't sound... I mean, it was very, it was very like matter, like this happens, this happens. Yeah, that's true. Like, I want to hear his introspection, you know, like. Yeah, that'd be better. Like, I feel like. I really wish like a really crazy killer had one out. That'd be fun to read, right? Yeah, I think there's, um, I mean, don't they not allow that, like publishing of 
killers' books because then they profit or the, they don't want people. Well, to they just don't let them profit, but I think they would publish it if it was out there. Yeah, like Charles Manson. I mean, he has art. I know that he sells yeah. art and stuff. I don't give a fuck. I don't about give a fuck about his art, but yeah. I, I'd like to kind of. I would like to. I don't know. He's he's really out of his shit though. Charlie Manson is like. He's become really way nuts. more mild over the years. Yeah, damn, but damn, but damn. You know, he was a musician too. He made mm-hmm. songs and stuff. Failed musician, yeah. 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 Oh, man. Oh, Chuck. Oh. Um. Well, suck my ass. It smells. Yeah, suck it. Can we go out on a Gigi song? It's not as though they're going to come after us for Gigi Allen. Come on. Do you want it? Which one ah, do you want? Come on. Let, let's do suck my ass. Okay. I like that one. I think Gigi Allen is probably one of the few punkers who really, really walk the walk. Let's say we let's say we open on a kind of a a fake, right? We open on a little Debbie, and then we close on the real deal. How's that, Tommy? You like the logic of that? I do like the logic of that. These are very short. Chuck Bass, it smells. Oh yeah, like twenty three seconds. Oh, that's weird. This one says it's a little longer. One minute. Let's see. I don't know if this is. Will be it or not? Well, um, <laughs> speaking about we love you guys, punk rock. <laughs> we love you, mommies. Uh, I don't know the reason for the excesses. I guess I would really have to sit down and talk with somebody who's a punker and ask them the same question: Why? And what about these excesses? What do you get out of it? And what do you think? Uh, is there some social message here? <laughs>